Hey, this is Steve Campbell from the C3 Church. Thank you for joining us for this podcast. Our prayer for you is that you'll be blessed, equipped, and enabled as you listen to this message. God bless you. For everybody watching online, you're missing a tiny little treat, and that is that my wife is here, and uh, she's looking glorious and beautiful, and maybe they'll show. There, she's right there on the front row. Yeah. A lot of people from Cambridge going, it's just good that you actually have got a wife, Mark, yeah? That she's real. You've not been making her up all these days. It's good. Wow. Um, I just wanted to kind of mention something that I've been doing it's a, a podcast called Soul Focus um, and it's about our emotions and speaking to our emotions and keeping our equilibrium in a good place and the whole idea of speaking to our soul and I just wanted to mention that because obviously in these days when it's very challenging and people are finding that their emotions are all over the place they're finding that oh man you know disappointing news, discouragement. I just wanted to say that you can get it wherever you get your podcast from. Just jump on Soul Focus by Mark Ritchie. And it's about the daily discipline of speaking to your soul. And I know that that has changed my life. And uh, I would love you to have a little listen and it will, it will really help. Well, it's amazing. Today, I want to talk about mercy, mercy, wow, and uh, Matthew 5 verse 7, I've had the chance to have a little look at some of your uh, preaches on this, and I have been really blessed by them, and I want to look at Matthew chapter 5 and verse 7, and this is what the Bible says, blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy, Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. We have got good news in the Ritchie household. My daughter, who's 21, has got engaged, right? Wow. I'm very excited. He's a great guy. We're all good. One downside. One downside apart from the fact that I'm never going to have money ever again. The other downside is this, and that is that there's a TV program that's been shown a lot during lockdown, and my wife and my daughter have been watching it a lot, and it is called Say Yes to the Dress. Say Yes to the Dress. If anybody here ever wants to know what hell is really like, say yes to the dress, yeah? This TV program, when it comes on, my wife and my daughter get very excited. They've recorded every episode, Australia, America, Britain, anywhere, every version. And I always get up and go out. I would rather wash my car than watch this. I would rather wash my car with my own tongue than watch this program. I I think I'm making myself quite clear here. Yeah, I'm not a fan. But they're loving it. And the idea of the show is that this bride-to-be is getting to choose her dress for the big day. 
And the mother of the bride-to-be is there looking on. The bridesmaids are looking on. And these experts are going through what seems to me every dress that has ever been made. And they're like looking to see which one is for her big day. And one thing I find so fascinating in it's this, is that of course, of course, the bride gets to choose what she's going to wear on the big day. And friends, whether you're watching online and you're in your front room or whether you're here in this room right now, I want to say to you that we get to choose what attitude we are going to wear over these next few months. We get to choose. No one puts that on you. No one is making you. You get to choose. And the Bible here says, blessed are the merciful for they will be shown mercy. You can choose to wear a mean-spirited attitude. That is your choice. Or you can choose today to display the kindness of God. You can choose to display the kindness of God. When Jesus says here, he says, blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. We can actually choose to show the goodness and the kindness of God. We can actually decide that am I going to be someone who's just going to have a grumpy attitude? Am I going to just kind of be moaning and complaining my way through these next few months? Or am I going to be someone who's actually choosing to display the kindness of God? And there are three things that I want to communicate today. Firstly, I want to say that we would Show kindness to those who are stumbling in their faith. In Jude, I don't know if you can see it, but in Jude, chat, um, <laughs> Tamsin and me had a little chat on the way down. Jude has only got one book. So I says, should I say chapter 1, verse 22, or should I just say Jude, verse 22? And she told me, just say Jude, verse 22. Is she right? No, nope, you're wrong. So um, no one responded, but I'm going with that. Um, Jude verse 22, the Bible says this. Be merciful to those who doubt. You know, I want to speak to us today that we would be merciful. We would show the kindness of God to those who are stumbling in their faith. There are people around us who are not finding this season easy. They're not finding this time so um, kind of easy to connect with God. There are people that are finding that with, with church changing all the time and with it being online or with all the different things, they're just finding it so hard and they're finding themselves becoming distant from God. And you know, it would be so easy for us to have the attitude that's a little bit judgmental and say, well, oh, you need to find God for yourself. Don't rely on church. Come on, what's wrong with you? But I am urging you that we would display kindness, 
that we would encourage those who are finding it hard. You already know people who are finding it so difficult. Maybe some people who are not really watching online. Maybe some people who are becoming distant from the programs that the guys are putting on here. And it's like so easy just to be like, oh, get a grip. Come on. But actually, let's show mercy. Let's show kindness. Let's encourage. Let's say, do you know what? Let's drop them a text. Let me tell you something that I've started to do. And that is that I've started to... Um, do WhatsApp voice messages where I pray and prophesy over people who are struggling and who are maybe finding it a bit difficult. And at first it's awkward. And you should have heard my first few attempts. I've got my voice note on WhatsApp and I'm like, oh, 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 Jim, you know, I hope you don't find this too weird, but I'm just about to pray and prophesy over you. And, 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 and if you don't like it, just delete it, and I'm sorry. Well, I've pushed past the awkwardness now, and I am praying and prophesying like a Pentecostal crazy man, and I am like absolutely going for it. I'm calling on the blessing of God on their life. I'm speaking to the godliness inside their soul. I'm absolutely going for it because I'm saying, wow, I want to encourage and motivate those who are stumbling in their faith. Maybe this week you could send a message to two or three people who are just beginning to drift away. People who are like found themselves not able to connect quite as well as some of us have. Maybe you could show mercy, show the kindness of God to those who are stumbling in their faith. Maybe you're already shouting back at me, um, maybe not out loud, but maybe behind your mask or wherever you are at home, and you're saying, but I'm struggling. How can I help people? I'm finding it difficult. I find that it encourages me in the Lord when I encourage others in the Lord. Is that not true? That is a spiritual principle. You know, the other day I did not feel like it. I was in the car park and I was in my car and I had one person on my soul that I felt like I should contact. And I got this voice message out and I started to speak in my, in my car and I'm praying and I'm prophesying and I'm just saying great things over this young guy's life. And at the end, I felt six feet tall. I thought, wow, God, you have encouraged me as I encourage others. I would ask you that you show kindness to those who are stumbling. The second thing I wanted to speak to you today about was show mercy to those who have wronged you. To those who have wronged you. In Ephesians chapter 4 verse 32, the Bible says this. It says, be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other just as in Christ God forgave. That we would show mercy to those who have wronged us. You know, I'm so aware that there'll be people watching this online and maybe you're far from God and, and maybe your life's a little bit messed up. And I want you to know that, wow, my mess, your mess is wiped completely clean by the mercy of the spotless one. Your mess has been cleaned completely 
by the mercy of the spotless one. The one who has no mess, the one who has no sin, has cleansed our souls. Isn't that wonderful? And if you're watching this today and maybe you are kind of stumbled upon this and, and you're looking and you're just thinking, I'm not a religious person, I'm not a, I'm not a Christian, I'm not someone who goes to church. Oh, friend, if you're looking at this right now, I want you to know however messed up you are, however rubbish things seem, the mercy of the one who has no sin, the spotless one, can come and wipe you completely clean. I get excited about that. And friend, if you're watching now, nothing that you have done, no sin, no mess up, no rubbish is big enough to cause the merciful one a problem. He wipes us completely clean. And so we come here and it says, show mercy to those who have wronged us. It's like so difficult sometimes to forgive. And I am aware that when I start talking about forgiveness, we can be talking about shallow things, things that just irritate you about someone. You know, um, my wife and me were in lockdown for three months. I am normally out preaching all over the world. Now I'm at home for three months. She's like, is there no preaching anywhere that you can do? Anywhere, anywhere. Go to the co-op, it's Asda. Just go somewhere and preach. And you know, so our forgiveness might just need to be with the people that are around our lives. Oh, but I also understand that it might be a deeper, harder, tougher ask to forgive someone. Maybe a father. Maybe someone here watching online or in this room who's had something really horrendous happen to them. And... The Scottish guys on the stage saying, we must forgive. You see, um, I've done, recently I've done a couple of adventures in the highlands of Scotland and in Wales where I've gone on weekends and it's character challenge. What is Mark Ritchie really like when you tip him upside down? Turns out, not very good, yeah? Turns out it's not great. And I've done these adventures and they've been very challenging. But one of the little activities that get you to do is to climb a mountain when you've got rocks in your rucksack. And these rocks in your rucksack, oh my goodness. But then the incredible freeing sense when you are able to take these rocks out your rucksack. And I want to say to you that when you forgive, it's like taking rocks out your rucksack. When you forgive someone, when you forgive someone, it's like taking these burdens off your shoulders. You see, forgiveness is not for the person that you're forgiven. Forgiveness is for you. You no longer have to carry that bitterness. You no longer have to carry that weight and that burden. Oh, as you're crawling up the mountain and it's so heavy. People in this room, people watching online, carrying things for decades, carrying things for years. And here is this opportunity where God says, you know, show mercy to those who have wronged you. Show the kindness of God. 
And you will know what it is to take the rock out of your rucksack. God is asking us to live light. To live light. Martin Luther King said these incredible words. He said, forgiveness is not an occasional act. It is a constant attitude. Forgiveness is not an occasional act. It is a constant attitude that we would continue to forgive, that we would continue and we would know what it is to be set free. And this has been so challenging for me. Sometimes people think that preachers have got it all sorted and they stand there giving it some. And I'm on your screen right now and you're thinking, oh, have you got it all sorted? This has spoken deeply to me because there are a couple of people that I've found it difficult to forgive. And I find it hard because I'm like, but God, they were not right. And what they did was not right. And God's like, it's not about saying they're right and you're wrong. It's about you saying, I forgive you. I forgive you. I'm moving on. I'm taking the rock out my sack and I'm moving forward. And I believe that there are people that can hear me right now. Whether you're online, whether you're in the room, you can hear me right now and God is speaking to your soul. And right now you've got that guy You've got that woman, that younger person in your brain. You can see them as I'm talking and God's urging you that you would forgive them. And I pray that you would so that you would know the freedom of living light and be able to leave this weight behind. And thirdly and finally, God is asking us to show kindness and show mercy to those who are lost. Back in that Jude passage, it says in verse 23, it says, in verse 22, it says, Be merciful to those who doubt. Save others by snatching them from the fire. To others, show mercy mixed with fear, hating even the clothing stained by corrupted flesh. Wow, that we would show mercy to those who are lost to those who have never known the goodness of God that we would show mercy friends the biggest challenge to the church I believe across Great Britain across the world is not the coronavirus the biggest challenge to the church is that we just get into maintenance that's what we become we just become all about maintaining our program, all about maintaining our church. We must take this as a moment and an opportunity to reach out, to see others impacted by this wonderful gospel of Jesus Christ. I wanna tell you that people are looking, people are searching, if we feel a bit shaken up, can you imagine people that are not yet Christians? They are feeling absolutely like everything is shaken. Are your feet on the rock or are they on the sand? And people are searching. 
And I know probably the same is true here, but in a few churches recently, we're finding that our Alpha courses online are full with people looking and searching because they are desperate. Are we going to show kindness and mercy to the lost? Recently, a six-year-old child went missing in Nottingham. He went missing about 10 o'clock at night. And they were amazed at the whole community. Over a thousand people, that little part of Nottingham. They stayed up through the night. Search parties out looking for this child. None of them went to bed. None of them said, oh, sack it off. I've got other stuff going on. The whole community got out and were searching for that little child because they wanted to see the child back in the arms of its father. Oh, friends, that we would drop everything as a church. That mercy would burn inside of us. That we would be so driven that we want to see children, mums, dads, broken people, sorted people, businessmen, homeless people, every single part of our society and community. We want to see them back in the arms of the Father. They found that little child and that beautiful moment when that one guy that found the little kid was able to bring him and the kid sees his dad and runs and the father scoops the little boy up and he's sobbing and God our heavenly father is desperate to scoop up a generation that is lost has found itself in all kinds of miserable and horrendous places. God is looking to pick this broken generation up. Oh, that church, we would show the mercy, the kindness of God. Now is not the time for us to show the anger and the disappointment. It's time to show the kindness and the mercy of God. I wonder if we could bow our heads in the presence of God. So aware that there might be people in this room, people watching in their front room, their bedroom, their kitchen. You're watching this on a screen right now and you know that you're far from God. He is so merciful. The mercy of the spotless one wants to wipe you completely clean. And so I'm just going to pray a really short prayer. Don't say it out loud, but whether you're watching on screen or whether you're in the room, just you pray the prayer in your heart after me. This is the prayer. Oh God, you are completely clean. You are the spotless one. I am messed up. Would you come with your mercy and wipe me completely clean? In Jesus' name, amen. As our heads stay bowed for a moment, I'm gonna simply count to three. If you're in the room, when I get to three, I want you to put your hand up. If you're watching on a screen, why well, don't even do it right wherever you are? Just put your hand up and say, yeah, I prayed that prayer. 
one, two, three. Amazing. That's great. People around the room, people watching on screen, just pray that prayer. Hallelujah. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your mercy. Father, as we are just finishing now, may we show, may we display your beautiful kindness. May we show your mercy to those that are stumbling, to those who have wronged us. May we show the mercy and the kindness of God to those who are lost and trying to get home. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast we pray it's been a blessing to you why not share it with your friends and family through social media if you're not on the regular podcast list then why don't you subscribe thank you especially to those that give if you want to give to this ministry you can go to our website thec3.uk slash giving and get involved god bless you